0: Welcome to the Very Merry Life podcast, unfiltered, unscripted, and always relatable as fuck. I'm your host, Mary Hendricks, and you might know me from Instagram as that relatable AF mama who hopefully feels like an old friend at this point. And if not, hang tight and join in as things get real, honest, and probably a bit too TMI as I, and the help of some amazing guests, dive into all things mom life, marriage, sex, and more. No experts, just real life moms talking real life things. So get ready to laugh lots, cry occasionally, and leave feeling seen, supported, and inspired. Making friends is hard enough as an adult, let alone as a mom, but all of that changes right here and now. So hang on, lean in, virtually clink whatever glass you have nearby with mine, and let's go. Hi. Hello. Hi guys. Happy Tuesday. I, uh, it's another episode and you're getting me solo again, which I've said this before. It is weird talking by myself in an empty kitchen, but it is slightly nice because both of my kids, uh, Cassidy and Spencer are at preschool, Cassidy is going to be home in like uh, 25 minutes, uh, and Haley's napping. So I'm taking advantage. I'm drinking coffee and it's quiet it's quiet. So I'm just going to sit with you. Is that okay? Uh, anyhow, I want to talk about help and that's what the episode's going to be about is just asking for help because what in the actual hell, what in the actual hell makes it so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. And this is inspired by the other day on my stories. I shared that I had my cleaning help at my house and I get cleaning help twice, uh, twice a month, every other week. I hired them about two months ago and it's been hard for me to say it out loud. I don't mind saying it to like my close family, um, my mom and my sister, but like my mother-in-law, I can't say it to her. Uh, And then saying it on my stories and like sharing that, it's just been incredibly difficult for me to say. And I I have mixed feelings as to probably why one, I know when I hired them, I stumbled and was like, you know, I'm not going to be relatable anymore. Like I'm, I'm that relatable as fuck mom where I'm like, this now makes me less relatable because people are going to hear I'm getting help. And for some reason, I don't know, like that makes zero sense that <laughs> I have to, I have to suffer in order to be relatable, that makes no sense. Um, so I think it was that. And I, I think it's a privilege thing where I'm. Uh, it's a money guilt thing. I think it's a justification thing. Uh, and then as an overwhelming whole, it is a stay-at-home mom thing where it doesn't even matter if you're a stay-at-home mom. It's just a mom thing where for some reason, asking for help, even if you have to hire it, is just taboo. That's what it is. It's taboo for whatever reason, it just is not treated the way it should be, which is that it is necessary is necessary and it is helpful. <laughs> That's the reason why it's called help and it is allowed and it doesn't mean that you're a failure and all of these things. So anyway, when I brought this up on my stories, I asked you all for your input I'm pulling up Instagram now I've asked you all for your input, I'm gonna grab it now. Um, as to why, can you hear my phone? I'm going to pull up the things, uh, you responded with, with, let me pull it. Okay. Let's go. All the different reasons. I said, if you struggle asking or hiring help, why is that the case? I'm going to just read through, uh, I have, I'm going to say probably 250 responses uh, in that question box. And I'm just going to read like a few. So I feel like I'm bothering people when I ask for help. Like I'm asking them, like my asking makes them go, ugh. Uh, let's see childhood trauma working through it in therapy. Good. I love therapy. Um, I don't want to feel like a bad mom for asking for help. Um, who are we supposed to ask? Everyone is just as busy. That's also a valid point. The only other support I have are my in-laws and they use that as a weakness against me. That's fucked up in laws. We're going to have to get into in-law drama. I'm just going to have to do so delicately. Uh, Society has made us think that we should and can do it all. Uh, Let's see. It makes me feel like I'm an inconvenience. Makes me feel uncomfortable. I feel privileged like a spoiled white person. Okay. Uh, I don't want to be a burden or a bother to anyone else. Uh, growing up, it was a sign of weakness to ask for help. I was always expected to have it so put together. I do things a particular way. I don't feel like explaining myself to people. I'm embarrassed by my mess and embarrassed by my chaos. Uh, I struggle with things not being done a certain way. Yep, we already said that. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch society, being a stay-at-home mom, because I'm a stay-at-home mom, I feel like I should be able to do it all because this is quite literally my job. So though again, feel like a failure. there's I can go through all these. I can talk all day, but those are just some of the responses that have come through and can't afford help. Like that is another thing. Like it's just, you know, there's so many layers of this argument or not argument, this, this chat of asking for help that have made it so difficult difficult and I feel that that's why I'm struggling even sharing it but here's the reason why I am sharing it it's not because I am I mean yeah I'm I'm privileged in that I can afford to pay someone to come and clean my house twice a month but I also I hate justifying that I hate trying to like figure out like well justify it because your money is your money you do what you want but in justifying it I don't get Starbucks. I don't get coffee every single day. If I were to buy a $5 cup of Starbucks every single day for an entire month, I would be spending the same exact amount of money that I would paying for my cleaning company. Um, So, like, for me, there's just, like, ways that I've made it happen because I needed it. I needed it. That's the only justification you need at the end of the day when it comes to asking for help in any sort of way, whether you are hiring that help or asking for help, um, there is zero justification. If you need help, you need help. No ifs, ands, or buts. The other thing I want to add on there is a societal pressure. For some reason, motherhood in the late in the last 60 years, 70, 60 years, motherhood has just transformed. I think it was the beginning of women entering the workforce and moms leaving the home to work, things like that, where it really became a transformation in how we mother and it became an individual sport as a as opposed to a group effort. And we say it time and time again, it takes a village to raise a child. It takes an entire community. It really does. But we have gotten so conditioned away from that, that we don't even recognize that village. When we have a chance, we turn that village away when we're, when we're offered. Uh, and we've gotten so, so, uh, transformed in the way our thinking is that we should be able to do it all. Um, we're only, we're only one person guys. And I got cleaning help because I literally was drowning. I have three kids. They're under the age of five and I couldn't keep up. And for me, it just was, it, my mental health depended on it. I think you're for me, that's my help. My help is getting my house clean because I am, I've talked about this before. I am a big visual noise person. I need things done a certain way in my house. Um, and lessened because it affects my mood. The environment I spend pretty much 24/7 in has to be a certain way for me to enjoy it. If you're living in a in an environment that is not bringing you joy, you're not going to feel joy as often as you should and as often as you deserve to, and that's how how I've have how I see it is that I'm doing this for my own mental well Uh, so it can give me time to focus on the things that really matter, like my kids and my family and things like that, because I was becoming, I was just not fun. Like I wasn't fun. I was not a nice mom. I spent all this time. I spent my weekends just cleaning the nitty gritty things, the toilets, the grout, the the floors, things like that. And yeah, I can have my husband help me do that. But then we both would be doing this at the end of the night. And not spending the time with one another and not it just it's not fun. It's not fun at all. I still have to clean. They only come once every twice a month. I have to keep up with everything else. And sometimes I wonder why the heck I even bother, because I mean I'm looking at my kitchen now. <laughs> you would wonder, what the hell? It doesn't look like anything's changed, but I know it did. And that's all that matters. Um, but going back to it. Asking for help has just become such a, a subject of contention. It has become such... It has become so untalked about, so, like I said, taboo, that it's now... It's affecting our motherhood experience. It We just... We don't get the help and it's making things 10 times harder and we are convincing ourselves and we're trying to convince ourselves that we are superheroes, that we're super women, that we are capable of doing it all simply because we became a parent and it's just not true. The moment you brought a baby into this world, you are still the same person with a slight few biological changes to you, a few more scars, a few more stretch marks added and a new title change. That is literally it. More response responsibility and the same amount of time. You're not given more time. You're not given more energy. If anything, you have less time and less energy and more responsibilities added on it. That's it. That's it. Nothing is nothing has changed <laughs> other than those few key aspects. And we then expect to be able to do all the things that we should have done prior to kids, but now with kids, with no help. Are you kidding? No way. So with that in mind, my goal for 2023 is about doing that more asking for help more and i think the turning point for me honestly with how i realized my viewpoint on help was back a couple of months ago i was in the supermarket with cassidy spencer and haley i brought them all i rarely ever go i usually do pickup which also by the way picking up your groceries is considered help um so just keep that in mind if you're doing that then you're accepting help you're you're Doing one thing. That's awesome. Uh, but I went to the grocery store and I remember Haley was starting to freak out in the car seat, and Spencer Cassie, are just like all over the place and wanting to grab the candy off of the little shelves by the checkout register and everything. And it was just because it, it was just a lot. And Haley's freaking out, and some woman came and they're trying to like jingle their keys in her face. I think she was an employee there and try to keep her preoccupied. And you, I just, didn't want the attention. I think for me, it was like, Hey, go away, go away, go away. Like I don't need help. And then someone said like, well, do you want me to help your groceries out to the car? And I was like, no, no, I got it. I got it. And I think for me, what it came down to is I'm just so afraid of, of being perceived. Like I don't have everything handled because this is what I wanted. Like I wanted three children. I wanted my world to look like this. And I, I, I get defensive sometimes because I, I'm always afraid that people are going to look at me and be like, she asked for this. So she should handle this. And I think that's another reason. I, another thing I saw in the responses on my stories was like, you know what you asked for it. So now you have to lay in your own bed with the decisions and you have to struggle through the decision. And I just, I don't understand that mentality. And I think after that moment happened, it was like, wait, that makes zero sense. Like, I, I don't understand this idea that like struggle does. I, I don't understand that we need to feel like we need to struggle in order to succeed. Like, I just, I don't understand that mentality. And on a light bulb moment for me happened the other day when I recorded an episode with uh, my friend, Alyssa, if you listen back, Uh, two episodes ago, Mom Rage with Alyssa Selvason. We were talking and I had like a light bulb moment and I used to be a personal trainer. That's what I used to do, full-time personal training. People used to come to me for help in achieving goals, fitness and health goals. I was hired help. So I don't know why I didn't recognize it at the time, but Whenever I would work with someone, work with a client, I would then, I would help them by programming for them, by telling them what to eat and what not to eat. And then I would spot people. I would push them to do something a little bit harder, something a little bit outside their comfort zone with encouragement. And then I would spot them occasionally. If they had a heavier weight, I would have to stand behind them if they were squatting, or I would have to lightly form my hands around their wrists so I could guide their arms up as they were doing a chest press or a shoulder press or whatever it was. Um, I had to do that for them. And when they did that, when they hit their goal and they were able to lift that weight and push that weight, pull that weight, whatever it was, it was their success even if I had to guide them along the way. And I don't know why that was considered a success, but if we in motherhood, we in life get any help, any assistance, any guidance at all, we then consider ourselves a failure. (laughs) It it didn't, I don't understand why one thing is allowed, why certain things are allowed with assistance while other things aren't. And I, I wanna just put it in, things in perspective like that. Do you use recipes to cook? Yeah, well, then you're getting help. Do you pick up your groceries? Yeah, you're getting help. Uh, do you have, um, do you have to hire someone to fix an appliance because you've never fixed an appliance? Then you're getting help. Do you go to your hair salon to get your hair colored because you don't know how to do that? Yeah, because you're getting help. And sometimes it's just too much for us to handle. If you feel like you have too much on your plate at work, if you're in a workplace and you have too much, if someone piled a million things on you right now, you wouldn't be able to get them done. You would have to delegate out. There's a reason why we don't look at a business model. We don't look at like Amazon. We don't look at these big, big honcho businesses that we consider successful businesses and think, oh, well, you know what? They have employees. They have help. And think that they're, that that's not, that doesn't count. But that doesn't count. Are you kidding me? Motherhood has become this competition for one where people are trying to compete versus one another, working mom, stay at home mom, whatever type of mom you are. We just are pinned in a battle against each other of trying to figure out who has it harder, whose struggle is worse. And we forget that everyone can have parallel struggle, struggle, (laughs) struggles, struggles, and still have a successful end journey. We can all have off days. We can have all have bad days, good days. We can all have help in different ways and it all leads to the end result. And for some reason we are, we are breaking the end result down into the steps we are taking to get there. And, And we're putting all of our weight into that. And we're putting all of our, our judgment and our bias and our hesitation into the little nitty details and forgetting the bigger picture. And what's happening is because we're forgetting what the bigger picture is, we are losing it. We're completely losing that experience. And there's a reason why motherhood does not feel very fun at times. I I honestly think that we can have a much better motherhood experience. I think it is possible. I don't think motherhood needs to be as difficult as it is i think we are at a, a pinnacle of motherhood being the hardest hopefully this is my goal my hope is that motherhood is this is the hardest it's ever going to get and hopefully in generations to come it's going to get a little bit easier and hopefully we can break down walls so we can get that village mentality again because i think about you know my daughters i think about my son as a parent and i think about that stuff and i'm like i just if they're blessed one day to to make that decision and want to become parents and do that. Like I hope that village mentality comes back. I hope that village mentality comes back to encourage them to get help in whatever way, shape or form it means, even if they hire it, even if it's free. um, I just hope that we can start transforming the conversation where help is not a negative thing, where help is not a weakness, where help is a really powerful tool in your tool belt to finish the final project, which is to raise happy and healthy kids and have a happy, healthy family. Um, we, again, we're not designed to do this alone, but we've been told that we should be and we're missing out on the beauty of it because it's just, when you feel like you're drowning, you're not going to see anything else, but the shit you're drowning in, you know, it's just, it's, it's not good for us. So, um, yeah, I gotta take a sip of my coffee. So with all of this being said, I want to challenge you guys to join me with 2023, but start now. I mean, we got 48 days until 2023, or no, by the time you listen to this, it'll be like 47-ish, 46 days um, until 2023, and you can start now. And I know that's way easier said than done. Asking for help, like I said, is a very hard thing to do, Um, but just start small start small, start by asking something small and don't doubt yourself. Don't think that you're unworthy of help. You are, you're one person, especially if you're a stay-at-home mom. This is something I've recently talked to, to a guest about. Um, and this is something that I talked about on even my stories just as a stay-at-home parent. Um, and if not, if you're not a stay-at-home parent, working parent to this, this applies, your goal, your role, you know, if you are stay-at-home is not you know, the job details and job descriptions are not to clean the house. The job description of being a stay-at-home parent is not to do the laundry and do all the other nitty-gritty stuff. For some reason, all of that has just been tacked on to our title. And I don't really understand why, because to me, I am just a parent at home. That's it. I am in charge of making sure I am raising and keeping my kids healthy and engaged. That is it. I i mean, I don't like to say I'm a babysitter because we're not. We're way more than that. But essentially, think about it. If you were to hire someone to come in and care for your kids, would you expect for them to do all of the things that we expect ourselves to do? No. No, you wouldn't. Um, those are just adult things that we have added on to our list. And For some reason, especially as stay-at-home parents, we we assume since we're at home majority of the time that we have, we have to do it all and we don't, there's only so much time (laughs) and time that we can do anything. Um, and anything else should just be considered bonus, not an expectation. And I just want to put, point out that fact, um, because we, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to, to, to be superwoman, and, uh, you're not, You're just a kick-ass mom doing the best she can. And uh, I know right now you listening needs to hear that because all of us need to hear that on a daily basis. You are doing your best. Your best is your best. That is it. So I'm going to wrap things up. Um, I'm going to go do something with myself. (laughs) That sounds wrong. Uh, Anyway, happy Tuesday. I hope you guys are having a great day. Remember, you guys are amazing. You are worthy. You are enough. And um, I see it. I see you. Another episode down and way more to go. But thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to help support this podcast, I would love for you to subscribe. I'd love for you to share it with others and post about it on your own social media or leave a rating and review. I cannot tell you how helpful and how appreciated those things are for me. Of course, to catch all the latest from me, you can follow me over on Instagram at The Very Merry Life, over on TikTok, The Very Merry Life. And even if you wanted to check out my monthly newsletter, you can do so by subscribing over at theverymerrylife.com. I'll see you next week. Stay tuned for more honest, raw, real chit chat. I have some amazing moms lined up coming on, and shit's gonna get fun. So buckle up, Buttercup. It's gonna be good.